Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Today, I'd like to talk about distance, or how far away things really are. The word distant, D-I-S-T-A-N-T, is an adjective that describes things that are not close or near. I live in Osnabrück, Germany. So New York City in the United States is not close to me. It is quite distant. The noun form is distance, D-I-S-T-A-N-C-E. So we could count the distance between Osnabrück and New York City. To do that, we must measure M-E-A. S-U-R-E, to understand how far away these two places are. In Europe, most distances are given in meters or kilometers, where a kilometer is a thousand meters. However, in English-speaking countries, distances are still measured in feet and miles, M-I-L-E-S, There is a big difference, though, because one foot is pretty short. It's less than a third of a meter. If I say a person is six feet tall, that means they're only about 1.83 meters tall. As a person who grew up in an English-speaking country, it is still hard for me to guess how far away something is in meters. For example... My navigation system will tell me, the next turn is in 300 meters. But I still struggle to understand how far that really is. I often think of it as being much further away than it really is, because 300 feet is a lot closer. Now, there is an English measurement that is very similar to a meter, and that is called a yard. Y-A-R-D. A yard is just a little longer than a meter, so it's pretty easy to use. The problem is, in English-speaking countries, nothing is really measured in yards, except for American football games. Okay, so now let's move on to larger distances, as most people travel much further than what we can measure in simple feet or meters. The standard unit in Europe is the kilometer, and the standard unit in English is the mile. A mile is about 1.6 kilometers. This is not a very good match, so it makes calculating distance a bit tricky when it comes to converting back between kilometers and miles. Both of these are often used for short to moderate distances. A person who likes to walk may know that their favorite coffee shop is 1.3 kilometers away. Personally, I cycle to work as much as possible, so I like to know how far away my clients are so I can tell if I should cycle there or drive. However, once distances get a bit larger, using miles or kilometers becomes less helpful. For example, New York City is 3,776 miles, 
or 6,076 kilometers from Osnabrück. That's a long distance, and knowing the kilometers or miles is not really helpful because it's hard to imagine 6,000 kilometers. Instead, we often use a different measurement to help us understand larger distances, and that is called travel time. Imagine that our friend Melanie from Podcast 29 wants to book a trip from Munich to Osnabrück for an English seminar with English and Go. Melanie would not be interested in how many kilometers she will travel. Instead, she wants to know the travel time so she can better plan her schedule. According to Deutsche Bahn, a trip from Munich to Osnabrück should take about six hours. And although they know it, they do not list the distance in kilometers. The same applies if I wanted to travel to Tokyo, Japan. While I can look it up in kilometers, it's more than 9,000 kilometers away, that information is not really useful. Instead, I need to look at flight time. Because a plane ride or a flight from Osnabrück to Tokyo would involve at least two stops and take more than 16 hours. Okay, so we have now established that once we get past a certain distance, time becomes a better measurement than kilometers or miles for people who travel. And travel time works really well for most people to understand distance. Still, some distances are so great that measuring them in travel time doesn't work at all. Consider this question. How far away is the sun? If we tried to use kilometers or even travel time to describe how far away the sun is, it quickly becomes absurd. I know this because I did it. If you could book a flight to the sun, the flight time would be more than 146,000 hours. That is a crazy number of hours, and it is hard to understand. So I had to do some more math. It works out like this. It would take a normal airplane 16 years to fly to the sun. Clearly, we need something else to measure distance in space. And that is called an astronomical unit, usually shortened to just AU. The distance from the Earth to the Sun is one astronomical unit. For those who like really big numbers, one astronomical unit is 93 million miles, or just under 150 million kilometers. Clearly, the distance from the Earth to the Sun is huge. It is so huge that it takes eight minutes for the Sun's light to reach us. Think about that. It takes light eight minutes to travel the distance between the Earth and the Sun. The next time you watch a sunset, just remember that what you are seeing is actually eight minutes old. Still, 
even astronomical units stop being effective once we leave our solar system. The brightest star in the night sky is called Sirius in the constellation Canis Major. Sirius is the eye of the dog constellation and is also known as the dog star. Harry Potter fans may recognize this name from the third book or movie of the Harry Potter series. So consider this question. How far away is Sirius? Trying to calculate the distance to Sirius in kilometers, travel time, or even astronomical units would be extremely difficult, as the number would become so huge as to be useless. For truly giant distances, we use light. And we use the distance that light travels in a year, and that is called a light year. For Toy Story fans, this should sound familiar, as the Spaceman character in Toy Story is called Buzz Lightyear. The buzz comes from Buzz Aldrin, the second man to step foot on the moon. Anyway, a light year is the distance that light travels in one year. Light is the fastest thing we know. It travels over 186,000 miles in a second. So using a light year means we are dealing with distances that are so far outside of our experience that we can never travel to them even over many human lifetimes. To answer the question, how far away is Sirius, which is the brightest star in the sky, the answer is 8.6 light years. So, distance has taken us from our favorite coffee shop to traveling in space. Still, there is one other type of distance, and it cannot be measured in meters, kilometers, travel time, or even light years. And we call this emotional distance. Humans are social, and all people have relationships to and with other people, co-workers, friends, family, romantic partners, and so forth. We do not measure our relationships in kilometers. We measure them in emotional distance. For example, I no longer feel close to him. I am pulling away. Unfortunately, there is no standard unit for emotional distance because each person is different. I have never said to someone, I feel three emotional units of distance from you. Though, now that I think about it, perhaps I should. At this moment, I'm actually considering it. Maybe we could treat emotional distance as a type of measurement, like an astronomical unit. One astronomical unit, if you remember, is the distance from the Earth to the Sun, the single most important relationship to all life on Earth. If we use this as a starting point, we could say that one emotional unit would be the closest, strongest bond, a parent to their child, or perhaps the bond between identical twins, 
This kind of emotional distance could be one emotional unit. Moving further away, a wonderful marriage or partnership could be maybe 1.3 or 1.5 emotional units. But a less fulfilling partnership might be two. Any partnership with a distance larger than three emotional units should be ended because three emotional units would be a good number to talk about close friends. More casual friends could be four emotional units, and so forth. Anyway, it's just an idea I came up with while writing this podcast. What do you think? Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English and Go, an English language teaching company located in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast about distance. If you would like to suggest any topics, or you would consider having English or consultations via FaceTime, Skype, or Zoom, please feel free to leave a comment or fill out the contact form on our website, www.englishandgo.de, and click the word Contact.